Go on three. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Shh, We Have a Plan, by Chris Hofton, published by Candlewick Press. Shh, We Have a Plan follows what seems to be four Inuit people that are trying to catch a bird. Three of them have a plan on how to catch it, and the smallest one doesn't seem to be in on it. Will they ever catch the bird? We'll bring your best team-building activities, and let's try to catch this thing. The story opens on four kids in winter caps. Three of them have nets, and they spot a bird. The smallest one who doesn't have a net shouts, quote, Hello, birdie! End quote. And the other three say the title of the book, telling him to be quiet. If he doesn't stay quiet, he could foil their plan, and the four of them could go hungry. They all tippy-toe up behind the bird, as if that's ever worked, and count to three, then shout go. Well, they pounce on go, but the shouting scares off the bird before they can catch it with their nets, and they're made to look like damn foos. Maybe if they specified to just go on three, they wouldn't have had this problem. Well, they track the bird back down. And for whatever reason, the littlest one hasn't caught on to what exactly the group's goals are and shouts at the bird again. That little guy needs to use his thinker. The three tell him to be quiet again, and they try and climb a tree to catch the bird. They count to three and shout go, and again miss and are made to look like damn foos. What's the saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Not gonna fool me again. Then they catch up to the bird for a third time, and the charade repeats itself. I believe the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. And if that's true, these four are definitely on the edge of being insane. Well, the littlest one catches on and makes an adjustment. Where did that come from? Finally, using some problem-solving skills, he uses some bread to attract the bird which was probably food they had stored for the winter. That may not be the best idea. But hey, sometimes you have to give something up to get something. And if it works, who cares? He tosses the bread out, and even more birds show up. So many show up that he looks like the crazy lady from Home Alone 2, feeding the pigeons in the park. The other three see this and are like, Jackpot! And show up with their nets but they can't even count to three, and a bird bigger than them comes up and runs them off, faster than Lori Lightfoot running people out of Chicago. So all four kids run away, down bread supply for the winter, and nothing to show for it. This is starting to look like a grim winter. Yep, that definitely wasn't a good idea. Hopefully this doesn't turn into them trying to catch each other for food. But I guess if they use the same plans, they won't be successful at that either. And you get to the end of the book, and they see a squirrel, and they decide to test their luck. The three of them say to the smallest one, quote, Shh, we have a plan. End quote. Here we go again. Use some critical thinking, and apply what the smallest kid did to finally catch something, please. Unless he used the last of their bread. What did the author want us to learn from this read? On the surface, the answer seems to be, Work on your counting. And that may be true, 
because I certainly did. But the deeper meaning here could be, if you fail to adjust, you'll never succeed. We see these four Inuits failing to take into account ideas from every person in the group. One has one idea, and the other three have theirs. If they work together and combine their ideas, these four would not go hungry over the winter. But now they not only don't have a bird or a squirrel to eat, they don't have bread either. They're driving themselves closer to death. Also, just because three of them were working together doesn't mean they were working as a full team. They left out the little one. Or did the little one leave himself out? Either way, this was frustrating to watch, but it was important we as the readers learn from these four and their mistakes. Otherwise, we're destined to end up just like them. Cold, hungry, and wondering why. Chris wrote a profound one here. I love that he took a risk by leaving the reader to fill in the backstory, and it paid off. His writing was nice and concise, but he was still able to get his points across. He also had plenty of comedic relief for a story that could have gone dark fast. His pictures were distinctive. He chose to draw almost everything in shades of blue to give the feeling of cold. And the bird had more prominence, being the only thing that was red. This book may deserve an even higher score, but because there was one number that was predominant, I'll let you figure out what it was. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.3. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and go back for several more bites. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.